0: Is everybody ready? Uh oh! <laughs> guess what day it is! Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on! I know you can hear me. It's Hump Day. Woo-hoo! Hump Day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the
1: Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Jake with you live today from RGS Exteriors. Looking forward to hanging out with Tim and the crew. They do great work. Give them a call, 801-280-3110. If it's on the outside of your house, they can do something about it, and they can beautify it. How about that for a word there, Gordon? Gordon, of course, safely social distancing from Casa de Monson in Austin back at our Carrier Zone studios. Gordon, what's happening? Beautification, huh? Beautification. What do you think? Isn't
2: that what George W. used to say? Stuff like that? did it, did he say beautification
1: uh i yeah i know he invented a couple of words we have that in common
2: <laughs> i think everybody who talks on the radio uh or speaks publicly at some point will make up their own material a little bit
1: Well, they do all sorts of stuff here is, of course, the point. Uh, Rain gutters, install, replace, repair. Uh, They do the heat cables to prevent ice and snow buildup. Uh, Gutter covers, uh, they'll do replacement of fascia, soffit, install new brick, stone, stucco. We're going to be talking all about it. They're the preferred siding contractor of James Hardy. Uh, We've been uh, hanging out, and uh, you and I both have had RGS out to our houses, uh, Gordon, but uh, we've known Tim for a while now, and uh, he is the best. I, I was excited to come out here today, Gordon. This is the first time I've seen the offices and uh, the actual where the uh, you know where the magic happens. So I was excited to come out here. Tim's going to join us a little bit later on in the show.
2: Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to talk with Tim. But I think a lot of people are fixing up their homes uh, over this period of time. Haven't you noticed that?
1: Yes, everybody's at home a little bit more and uh, kind of investing in the homestead and hey we're no different you know 801-280-3110 801-280-3110 rgs construction uh give them a call right hey, now art sorry hey go, there, to, Jake, go ahead
2: i'm thinking maybe you should have had tim out there hauling those bushes out of your front yard but i guess they that wasn't connected to the house
1: no, I don't think they do bush removal. That might be <laughs> like the one thing they don't do uh, is is bush removal. And, and hey, we did it. We got it done. Don't worry how about it. How did you get those
2: out? Now, to paint the picture for our listeners, at Jake's house, he had these two big, big bushes, one on each side of the driveway, and and you removed them. I mean, did you cut them down and then dig the root out? Or what? how did you, how'd you do it?
1: Now, to be fair, and this is, uh, of course, uh, how it goes, I suppose, in my world, but uh, we did have somebody come in and cut the bushes down, but then left the roots, which was unfortunate and we didn't think we were uh, bargaining for. And then, of course, they had us over a barrel. If you want us to remove the roots, you know, it's going to (laughs) cost you uh, uh, half your net worth. So uh, we decided to get rid of the roots ourselves, Gordon, and we we just uh, we dug down and we got to a point where we could uh, kind of get underneath the main structure and then leveraged it up with uh, with shovels and then kind of cut the deeper roots with the old uh, sawzall. So you did the hardest part yourselves. Yeah, unfortunately. Because you uh, guys we- could have cut down the bushes. Yeah.
2: Get the old power saw out there and chainsaw, and just, and then, uh, and then dig.
1: Of course, you say this, and and again, I learned this lesson the hard way, Gordon. But it's not just the cutting that really is an issue, because all those bushes and stuff that you cut, you know, all that stuff has to go somewhere. <laughs> then you
2: get the uh, so you get the, what do you call those things? Those uh, dumpsters, you know, that they come and they drop in your neighborhood every once in a while, and you just throw right in which. There?
1: which cost money and, uh, you know, the, the trouble of, of it all. And we don't all have half Jeep, half monster trucks we can fill to take to <laughs> Lord knows where. where. Where is the dump these days? Out past Willa? To- no, no, no. Every once in a while, I think, in your neighborhoods,
2: there, you see those uh, those big uh, those uh, dumpster-style things that show up, and everyone in the neighborhood can dump their stuff in there.
1: Okay, so that happens once a year and actually didn't happen this year by the way you had to make an appointment which we did so i've been through this process but that happens once a year gordon and there's only so much yard work you can time up for that 115 minutes a morning to uh to get that to race your neighbors to get stuff into that dumpster
2: all right well speaking of throwing stuff in the dumpster you want to talk about the
1: jazz wow that that was negative. I don't know if it was. Was it that bad? No. In game it five, wasn't. Gordon. Was, I'm kind of into teasy. the dumpster.
2: Okay. No. Well, they just couldn't play defense. But other than that,
1: yeah, defense. Uh, defense was not uh, not a theme. There's no doubt about it. In fact, we can get right to it. Uh, let's get to the split story of the day. Two guys. Two topics. Two
0: opinions. You Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Donovan to the front court. Gets a pick from Gobert. Comes off the pick. Jokic's trying to play a little higher. Donovan flares it to Niang. Right side, three. Open up the slidey door. Put the triplets in the minivan. George Niang for three. And the Jazz are back up 12. Splitting the double team is Murray. To the basket, whirling spinning and scoring oh jamal murray wizardry right there and he's shaking his head you cannot stop man he's right 17 in the quarter for murray 96 94 denver jazz lead the series three games to one Donovan spins Jokic around, drives to the lane, cocks and hammers. Oh, my gosh, you didn't just do that.
2: Surprised me because that was, boy, it was defended. I didn't think he could get that through there.
0: Donovan suddenly rolling, by the way. He's got eight in the quarter. 210 to play, down five. Jazz on the verge of playing a game six. Murray attacking Donovan behind the back. Step back, dagger. 108-101, Jamal Murray with 40. 17 in the third quarter. And 14 in the fourth. So Denver wins the ballgame, 117-107. You choked. It was yours for the taking, and you choked. You were ready, and you choked.
1: Well, you know, John Candy. Oh, uh, just a treasure. Uh, Gordon, uh, we'll talk about the Utah Jazz and the NBA coming up in just one moment. There is a, a situation ongoing in the bubble right now, Gordon. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that the Milwaukee Bucks have not come to the court for their Game 5 game with the Orlando Magic. Uh, of course, there's been discussion in the bubble about uh, perhaps protesting with the uh, ongoing Uh, unrest, uh, particularly in the Wisconsin area. Um, The update just a couple minutes ago, Woj Narowski saying the uh, top NBA executives are outside of Milwaukee locker room, but haven't gone inside. So we've got a developing situation there in the bubble in Orlando. We'll keep uh, folks up to date. So what happens if they don't show up? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Orlando was out on the floor warming up. Orlando has now left the floor. Um, so they had uh, they showed up to play. I don't know if, yeah, if Orlando gets a win there. I'm not sure. I would imagine that's why the executives are standing outside of the locker room.
2: Yeah, there there had been talk about, about this sort of thing being uh, expressed, and uh, so I don't know. We'll see how that turns out. But I do know that the players all around uh, the bubble and probably all around the league are, are like a lot of other people who have – serious questions about what took place in Wisconsin.
1: Well, and uh, you know Donovan Mitchell addressed it. Uh, Quinn Snyder talked about it yesterday, but uh, around the league, other players have been very vocal. Uh, George, George Hill. Uh, there was talk uh, between the Raptors and the Celtics about uh, possibly uh, doing some sort of demonstration as well. So uh, we're seeing it uh, play out apparently down there in Orlando, and we'll we'll keep everybody up to date with uh, with what's going on. But as of now, the Milwaukee Bucks are in the locker room and. Not coming out for their Game 5 matchup uh, with the Orlando Magic. Game 5 did not go striked, well.
2: It, it strikes especially close to them, seeing that it's in their home state that that took place. So uh, I understand uh, the emotion.
1: Uh, the game five did not go well for the Utah Jazz. Gordon, uh, they lose by 10, 117, 107. It was a little closer than that. I'd say the the nail wasn't in the proverbial coffin until probably about two and a half minutes to go. but uh, the jazz lose by 10. Uh, they have a bad second half. Quinn Snyder talked about them losing focus and uh, they, they let up. they took their foot off the gas and uh, and Denver stays uh, alive to play one uh, to play another game and uh, they, they we wondered gordon before the game if denver was going to show up with that effort and energy and they answered that question overwhelmingly yes yes they did led by their two stars
2: and jamal murray in that second half was was unguardable i mean there was no, the, with the, with the with the players the jazz have no one could guard him no one and probably not a combination of guys because he was he was going to make his shots no matter what. Fourteen of eighteen for thirty three points in the in the uh, second half, and the Jazz had that fifteen point lead, and they could not hold it. I don't know if it was a choke job, because I, I, choke is such an interesting word. I choke is when you get nervous, I think, and you and your 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 system kind of seizes up on you a little bit. I. I'm not sure that that's what took place. But uh, the Jazz could not keep pace with the Nuggets' attack, especially Murray and, to some extent, Jokic. And they end up losing because they can't play defense well enough. They have to outscore teams, at least in this series they do.
1: So I, I'm totally with you. I, I wouldn't call it a choke either. Here's, here's my theory. is The game was kind of playing out as we've seen uh, the previous two games, really three games play out, and that's the, the Jazz come out in the third quarter. Uh, they turn it up. They kind of put Denver away. I know they didn't put them away in game four necessarily, but I think you get what I'm getting at. They had a really good uh, third quarter uh, in game you know, they all run together. Game three, they built a thirty-point lead in the third quarter. I mean, they, they've they've kind of developed this pattern of playing really well, and they came out and they started to do that, and then just let up when they thought, okay, well, we're going to run away with this thing. We've seen this story before, and then let up. And Jamal Murray said, "I'm not, uh, I'm not ready to go home yet," you know, and played like it. He was, he was just terrific. That that three sixty layup, Gordon, yeah. was just beautiful. <laughs> I mean, that that was, that was one of the more incredible plays of the year. Yeah,
2: it was, it was. And, uh, and the jazz, uh, you know, they couldn't bother him enough. And then remember yesterday in the pregame, we talked about what the jazz would, what would happen to them if they missed a couple shots or if they, or if they made some mistakes, they had some sloppy turnovers or things started going south on them, how they would react to that. And that's, that's kind of what happened. Um, There were uh, mistakes made at the defensive end and at the offensive end where a bad pass, uh, a blown coverage, a, uh, a, you know, a missed shot. It it just it didn't take a lot for that lead to disappear and then for the Nuggets to build theirs, especially down the stretch. I mean, and and I I, is that choking? I'm not I don't think it was choking. I do think. It was a lack of focus, and uh, and a loss of composure, and that's what Quinn Snyder said it was.
1: We have some breaking news. Adrian Wojnarowski uh, reporting: the Milwaukee Bucks have decided to boycott Game Five, according to his sources. Donovan Mitchell has just tweeted out in all caps: "We demand change, salute," and uh, tagged the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh so it appears the the Bucks are going to uh, sit out a game due to protest and I don't know what uh, the ramifications of that will be Gordon. I'm not sure if they'll reschedule the game or or call it uh, a forfeit. I don't know, but uh, the Bucks are not going to come out. I'm trying to
2: figure out what would be the appropriate course of action for the NBA because the other team is there. The other team is ready to play. Right? So what, what do you do? No matter how worthy the cause is or how great the concern is, they're not out on the court to play, and the other
1: guys were. I agree, and, and by the book, I think you're correct. But, I mean, there's, there's more – this is a little more delicate than that. Because yeah. if you punish them uh, for, for doing this, do you risk the players leaving the bubble? because it sounds like there are a few that are regretting doing this in the first place. I mean, that's basically what George Hill said. So if you, if you do that, if you just say, okay, forfeit, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's quite as simple as it's by the book. And now NBA, maybe the bucks want to take the, take the forfeit and that's part of their, their speech, right? Maybe, you know, uh-huh. the sacrifice uh, of a game uh, for the worthy cause. So, so maybe there's another side of it, but I, I don't know if it's quite as easy as just, well, they were there and they were not, so that's a forfeit and the game goes to the magic. I don't – there might be – some more critical thought might be required on that.
2: Well, there, the NBA has been very sensitive about these these topics and this particular subject. So maybe you're right. Or maybe the Bucks are willing to take that loss because they think that that will bring more attention to the cause – and they are playing Orlando who they're gonna beat one way or the other. But I, I I'm not I, and I don't I'm not minimizing what the the cause here, the concern that the Bucks have. I I understand what they're doing and uh I understand the concern that is on all the players' minds down there. So uh that's, that's pretty strong action on their part. Shouldn't Orlando in turn refuse to play so that they don't take a win
1: uh, on this sort of uh, yeah. situation?
2: I, that's what I would suggest, but I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on from that standpoint.
1: I don't either. So we'll see how the NBA handles this. This is just another uh, a one of, you know, a unique situation that really hasn't been, uh, hasn't arisen before. So yeah. they're going to have something to think about it because the, the, I think the, you know, their season is on the line with this and how they handle it.
2: It's, it's, I mean, you can tell, man, it just listening to the, to Quinn Snyder like you said and Donovan Mitchell last night. You heard what Jamal Murray said about it. You heard what Michael Malone said about it. Everybody is thinking about this and they don't want to be a distraction to a cause that needs to be addressed and that solutions need to be found.
1: So, well, well, the Bucks, it's it's official. I've decided to uh, boycott that game. So, uh, another new thing in NBA history. All right, we'll talk We'll talk more jazz, basketball, what happened on the floor. Uh, coming up, we'll keep you updated on this particular situation as uh, there are a lot of questions as you've raised, Gordon, on what happens now. So uh, we will uh, keep you up to date on that as well. But we are live here at uh, RGS Exteriors and Construction. Give them a call, 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. Thirty-one ten, and our friend tim joins us uh of course familiar with the the big show listeners tim how are you it's great to see you good how are you doing uh i'm good i'd be uh i'd be better if i could hear you is that that any better (laughs) that is better hello what's up buddy what's up man it's good to see you yeah i I was just saying uh how excited i was to kind of come out here see where the magic happens usually you're in studio with us or hanging out with Hanson scotty i'm stoked to be out yeah we're
3: glad to have you here it's kind of a mess under our construction we're glad to have you guys
1: oh no it's uh it's great and it's uh, it's great what you can do for our listeners gordon uh (laughs) gordon was just talking about it actually how we're all spending more time at home and a lot of people out there are kind of investing more into their houses and appreciating that a little bit more and that's what you guys do that's
3: right we definitely don't pull out bushes so no
2: i know you don't No. (laughs) Hey Tim! Hey Tim! You're really doing a public service because when people fix up their houses, then it, it it makes everybody feel better, right? That's right. It makes you, your house look better, property values go
3: up. See, you're right. Jordan, I like what you think. Neighbors, neighbors are happy. Make your neighbors are happy. Yeah.
2: yeah, neighbors are yeah. happy. Well,
3: and then we do theirs, and we do such a good job, then the Joneses have to keep up with the Joneses, so we just keep going. That's the
1: idea. And, <laughs> that's and, what we try, right? And, uh, absolutely, and that's why you guys do such a great job, because you know, you know people will re- recommend you to their friends.
3: We do. You know, we, that's one thing that actually that's probably our, our biggest attribute to our company, truthfully, is that we have more word-of-mouth referrals and repeat business than, than uh, anything else. And we advertise a lot, we do a lot of things, and, and we get more customers that way. So I think we're doing something right.
1: What are a lot of folks working on right now?
3: Uh, everything. I mean, gee, siding, gutters. Uh, right now, the fall, believe it or not, the, the gutters and the gutter protection. I personally got three phone calls on my just my cell today of, of just prior customers referring a neighbor that wants gutter covers. They don't want to clean out their gutters. They know it's coming.
1: Yeah, and that you know, as I found out over the years, is is so very important and important to think about now because if you think about it, or if something happens in the wintertime, it gets yeah, a little bit more complex.
3: It's too late when you got a lot of ice. We definitely can, and we we have ways of getting ice out, but it's a lot easier to deal with now for sure. And, you know, the kind of the rule of thumb for our industry is Labor Day. As soon as Labor Day hits, the phones just flood. It, the phones don't stop ringing um, with people wanting to get their gutters fixed and get ready. So anything we can do to get you, you got to calls now instead of then. It just saves everybody time and effort.
1: All right, 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. Call them, find out what they can do for you. And, uh, you know, you always love taking great care of our listeners.
3: Hey, we love it. We love taking care of uh, anybody, frankly, and uh, love that the Zone listeners are the best, and so we want to take care of them.
1: 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. Tim's going to be hanging out with us throughout the show. Thanks, Tim. All right, thanks, guys. All right, more Big Show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone we yeah. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on back. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. Hanging out today at uh, RGS Exteriors and Construction with Tim and his crew, 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. Improve the look of your house today. Uh, give them a call. Uh, Gordon, uh, still following the news from the NBA, of course that uh, the Milwaukee Bucks have not uh, come out to play. Uh, just looking over the rules during the break with uh, with uh, Johnny Lightfoot. And uh, it, it doesn't appear there, there's a whole lot of clarity when it comes to a forfeit. So uh, not, uh, not sure. We're getting some further info from Adrian Wojnarowski. He says, The Bucks made this decision in the wake of uh, the Jacob Blake shooting in Wisconsin, ultimately deciding that they wouldn't leave the locker room for the start of Game 5. Uh, against Orlando. And uh, there's uh, some video coming from the bubble now of uh, folks cleaning up, and it doesn't look like that game is indeed going to be played.
2: Here's my question, then. Is this going to affect other games as well?
1: Yeah, I I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this goes. We mentioned uh, in the last segment that Toronto and Boston had talked about uh, something similar. Um, so I, I think it's going to be up to really, I, I would guess, union leadership with with chris paul and uh and then the nba with uh, adam silver and uh, michelle roberts i don't know if she's in the bubble or not as head uh, of the players union but i would i would guess that there's going to have to be some communication there on on how to proceed so how do you feel about it jake um gordon i i feel like this is america and if this is uh if this is what um uh, how people want to enact their speech um, I'm, I'm I'm absolutely all for that I, I'm curious what how this affects and, and what consequences it has which of course is the point of protest in the first place um, we'll have to see so I don't know uh, Gordon how do you feel about it well I think it's gonna bother some folks but it doesn't bother me
2: I, I think these this is this is a time in history When real change is trying to be affected and the it's not up to NBA players to change the world, but they certainly can express themselves like you just said, Jake, and I endorse it, Uh, whatever. And whether people agree with with the position or not, uh, it's still one of the great things about our country that people can express themselves. In certain ways. Now, some people might say, "Okay, but there's consequences to that. Whatever. I don't know. But I don't have any problem with uh, the actions of the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, this is close to home for them. It happened in their state uh, and and they wanted to take a stand. And I, I applaud it just like you do.
1: Yeah, they well, I mean we'll we'll see. I'm I'm worried about the NBA bubble. I mean from a from a uh uh wanting to see this season completed perspective, um it'll be interesting to see what ripple effects that the that this has. You don't think it would close down the whole thing, do you? I think there is a chance of that, yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I well I mean that would be that would be really a big big deal. Uh, I wouldn't
1: expect that, but you know, I mean, I, well, you know, I don't and nor, by up. the way, Gordon, nor am I predicting it. But I mean, I, I listened to what George Hill had to say the other day. He said that they regret doing it; that they shouldn't have done it in the first place. Who? Who's and, they? Okay, well, George Hill regrets doing it. Excuse me. This uh-huh. is the, it's what he said. I mean, he said uh-huh. he didn't think. I mean, he uses the word we. Uh, should be there uh, in the first place so i mean i would imagine that he um, probably reflects uh some other opinions that uh, of people he's talking to so if that is indeed the de- decision that players come to then then yeah i think i think there is some uh jeopardy to the end of the season
2: yeah well if that if that happens it happens and uh i you know i'm i i think uh these individuals can uh, express themselves however they want. If they do that, they'll lose, they'll per, from a personal standpoint, they'll lose money. Uh, but if they feel strongly about it and they, they, they think this is a moment in time in history to do that kind of thing, then, then they'll do it. And, again, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, some
1: people do. I don't. Well, when you say some people do have a problem with with what the, the speech, the way they're doing it, what what are you referring to? Uh, well, different people have different, uh, you know, their degrees
2: to disagreement. Some people think these people, these folks should go, out, go do their job and play and find other ways to express concerns. Uh, this is just feedback I'm getting from people. I mean I mentioned it in my column uh from the game last night that was in the paper this morning and I got feedback from people saying you know expressing their opinions about what happened and the severity of it and this and that and the other and there uh I think most people would uh would feel comfortable with what the Milwaukee Bucks are doing there are some people who would object and that's that's our country today man so many people going in different directions and and that's uh, that's just a fact. That's the way it is.
1: Yeah, I'm not so sure there is a most people anymore, Gordon. I I don't <laughs> know. It just seems like everything is is so divisive. You're you're turning off one side by supporting another, and uh, there there are you know uh, consequences to that. Sacrifices to be made, and and that's the the point of a protest.
4: But is, what, Donovan you are making say-
1: a. You're making a, a sacrifice, a personal sacrifice, to to increase your voice, to to be heard about something you deem more important. Right, and that's
2: the American way, isn't
1: it? I mean, oh, well, we, we, lots of seen... things are the American way, but I mean that is part of
2: it. Well, sure. that's one manifestation of it—that you're not going to be somehow penalized by the government, or you shouldn't be, for experience. I remember the protester in the Vietnam War. And it was so interesting to watch many young people who had real problems. I remember the day that Kent State shooting happened and uh, it, it was it was just like here. These people were protesting and there and the country was divided. There were people saying, hey, when you protest like this, you're undermining the troops in Vietnam. And other people were saying, no, this is this war is immoral and stupid and young people are dying. And uh, people had a real problem with that. And so they started, some people did. And so they started protesting it. And other people are saying, you're un-American by protesting. And other people saying, no, I am American and I'm a patriot and I'm showing my patriotism by protesting. And it just seems like things haven't changed that much in that regard.
1: You know, I had a really interesting conversation. Uh, basically, uh, one of my uh, my good friend, who I grew up with, uh, his mother, who is kind of a second mom to me, was at the at Kent State when that happened. was was actually there, and I had a really interesting conversation with her about it uh, not that long ago. Scary Care times. To share? Uh, I I don't know if it's anything worth sharing, other than mm. just just uh, complicated times back then too. The, yep. And it doesn't things uh, seem like things have gotten a whole lot simpler. And uh, the NBA has, um, you know, its its players have decided that uh, they're going to make uh, make political statements as is their right. However, that that does come with consequences, and if the NBA doesn't finish its season, there there certainly will be consequences for not only those players but others too. So it's it's a complex world.
2: I think that wraps it up pretty nicely there. And but there is disagreement in our country. And I don't think disagreement is always a bad thing. But at some point, you have to have some unity, you know, of purpose. And I don't know if that that's just me living in my 100-acre wood. But, well, for those who – and I've had some – some people have communicated with me saying, you know, the individual involved should, should have stopped, should have done this. He, he had this background or whatever else. But if you're a black American, and I'm white, but if you're a black American, I'm listening to what Donovan Mitchell is saying last night. I mean, he says, when will I feel safe? When will, when do I feel safe? You know, I mean, that could have been Donovan getting in his car. That's the way he views it. And so the implication and the way some people take it is that they are always vulnerable. Just by the uh, the color of their skin, and that ain't right. That ain't right. and that needs to change. And so it strikes a chord. Let me I mean it, not everybody, some people who have a problem with the reaction to this sort of thing, put yourself in those shoes. If you're not an, if you're not black and you're and, and you think that uh, these police should be supported, regardless of what they did in a case like this, then think about what you are. Think about what you are. If you're Catholic and Catholics were being shot in the back seven times, if you're a Mormon and Mormons are getting shot in the back seven times, or if you're uh, if you were of some other ethnicity and those people are getting shot like that, then... It makes, it, it makes everybody uncomfortable. It makes everybody, it, it, it's outrageous. And, and they want answers based on what I'm, I'm listening. And this is what I'm hearing from people like Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, and many others, regardless of whether you're an athlete or not. And so I think those concerns need to be taken very, very seriously.
1: Uh, if you're just joining us, um, the Milwaukee Bucks have uh, refused to come out for their game in protest. Their game five tonight uh, against the Orlando Magic. Uh, they elected to stay in the locker room. And now I'm just trying to get uh, what to label this, whether it's uh, postponed or, or what exactly the correct language is. But uh, there will not be game five, at least today. And uh, we'll see as this uh, this proceeds, if we get any of those answers and uh, and what exactly we get from Orlando. As we see, you know, Gordon, you alluded to it, some support for the Milwaukee Bucks inside the uh, NBA circles. We have two more games that are scheduled to be played today. Uh, You've got game five between the Thunder and the Rockets. It's series tied up two games apiece. And we've got uh, game uh, five between the Lakers and the Trail Blazers. That game's scheduled to start at 7 o'clock. Damian Lillard not going to be available for the Blazers uh, for that game. So, uh, you know, Gordon, as the show unfolds, um, we're going to see exactly what happens at the bubble.
2: Yeah, stay tuned. And uh, keep your eyes and ears open because maybe we all can learn something as we go.
1: All right, we'll get to more coming up next. It is The Big Show. Uh, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, I'm live at RGS Exteriors and Construction. Find out what they can do for you, whether it's uh, soffit uh, repair or replacement siding. Uh, They're they're great with siding. I had them out to, or uh, excuse me, they're great with uh, gutters. I had them out to look at my gutters. Their customer service is absolutely terrific. And they're going to treat you right. They love doing business with Zone listeners. So give them a call, 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. More Big Show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hanging out with the crew here at RGS Exteriors and Construction. Give them a call, 801-280-3110. Find out what they can do for you. Uh, We'll talk to our friend Tim coming up here momentarily. We have some more news as it develops uh, from the bubble in Orlando. Gordon, two pieces of news coming out. One from Sham Sharani is saying uh, Rockets and Oklahoma City players are planning to boycott Game 5 of their series. That game was supposed to start in about an hour and 45 minutes at, uh, at 4.30. We don't know about the Blazers uh, or the Lakers yet, have not seen news there. And then uh, our friend Keith Smith, uh, of course, who jumps on with us from time to time, uh, said he, he says, I'm told the Orlando Magic have refused to accept a forfeit by the Milwaukee Bucks if that is what the NBA deems it to be. <laughs> so there's a little news. It's, it's coming out by the minute. Here, Gordon, and so there's
2: there's the latest. Yeah, that's a powerful statement in and of itself. So, I don't know. It's funny when if the league were to impose a forfeit and a team refuses to accept it. (laughs) I mean, that's what do you do then?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, And Champs, by the way, just saying it is official decision made, Thunder and Rockets uh, boycotting. And, um, yeah, I I don't know to what extent that this goes. Um, Rudy Gobert did, and we can play this, uh, Rudy Gobert did have some comments um, earlier today during their
4: media availability. Let's go ahead and listen to those. I think it's uh, it's great to have those conversations. You know, obviously – the messages that we we try to put out there and all the things that we try to do to to have an impact, you know, are great, but apparently, you know, things are not really changing. You know, we don't expect it to change overnight, but, you know, when it's just that obvious and people of color getting shot cold-blooded like seven times, um, while being unarmed? You know, it makes makes us wonder like if they, if there's really going to be some change. And whatever we got to do to you know to try to have a bigger impact on that, uh, I think it's good for us to do it. So it's great to have that conversation. Is it going to fix things? We don't know, but you know, I think uh, the people that are in power, that have the power to, to be able to change those those things, need to feel like need to feel a little uncomfortable. Are they going to feel uncomfortable if they see one game? I don't know, but if it's what they have to do, then, you know, uh, we are with it.
1: Um, and then Eric Walden just sent this out. He notes uh, that Jordan Clarkson said earlier today the team had not had any conversations about boycotting their own game tomorrow. Uh, and Eric adds certainly that conversation will happen now. So there you heard the thoughts from Rudy Gobert and we'll see what happens uh, with with no rocket Thunder, I'm, uh, I would imagine that uh, especially with LeBron James uh, and as vocal as he's been there, there would not be a Laker Portland game and we'll see where it goes from there.
2: I didn't hear anything from Rudy that wasn't right on the money, as far as I'm concerned.
1: You? Uh, You know what, Gordon? I'm with Rudy. I I think, uh, you know, I think it's well thought out. Uh, I I certainly support his his ability to say it. But, you know, at, at this point, I don't think, you know, the point of their speech, I'm not so sure my opinion on their opinion actually matters. You know, with what we're seeing well, going I'm, on I'm and at, what they're yeah, they're doing, show. It's,
2: it's it's our opinion. Uh, what's your reaction to it? Uh,
1: what did I that I think that uh, do? Does Rudy have a, a good point about society and that we need to uh, address our imperfections? Then yeah, yeah, I agree with what Rudy had to say, and I'm glad he's saying it if that's how he feels it. And I guess that's that's more the point I want to emphasize: is these players are are using their platform to be heard. And so I I support their right to do that, and I think we should all listen.
2: They are they are trying to affect change. That's that's what people want. They want to see change. They want to see a reduction in these kinds of incidents. And now is that time. It, It seems to me, it is on, you know, on everyone's mind, and. We want to live in a better society That's hey, it. i get i guess all so editorialized- what, so what does it take What does it take to get there if it's not if the change is perceived to not be happening
1: well, and what's there you know i I wish we had a little bit more defined leadership in the in the direction in in which to go, you know where's Where's there? I, you know, we've been looking for a defined leadership for a variety of different reasons for the last several months, and, you know, I've I've picked voices that I try and listen to and try and follow and and pay attention to, and I know others out there are probably doing the same thing, but it feels like where there is, you know, how do we get there? <laughs> Has there been any
2: reaction to any of this from our government leaders has there been any action taken by them i i don't know the answer to that question i i don't what has has anyone said anything have we heard from the president what what's been said
1: um well on a local level uh i paid very close uh, attention to the primary race in the attorney general's uh office for very obvious reasons seems to be very relevant at the moment. And actually, one candidate was uh, was talking about police reform and the other candidate wasn't. And the other candidate won. And now you've got in the general election here in Utah, you have that uh, the incumbent running against a a Democrat who is speaking very much about police reform. So we'll see who who uh, emerges in that election. But I mean, people are talking about it now. What happens? Right. And are we just talking about police reform? What are what are we talking about? So are people talking about it? I think so. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where we I don't know where we go to accomplish those things you're talking about, Gordon. And I think that there are very people, few people talking about that.
2: Well, you know, the first step is is raising awareness. I look nobody's here, you know, (laughs) condoning violence or or anything along those lines. But. That's not what the NBA players are suggesting here. They are suggesting a real concerted effort to make change. And they want more attention focused on that. Not on who's going to win the game tonight. And they, you know, they obviously feel very strongly about it. So they are trying to do what they can from their positions to help. And you're right. What you said earlier, that is a very American thing to do, at least the way I define it. And I think it's patriotic. I think it's right on the money.
1: Adrian Wojnarowski saying the Lakers have a team meeting soon to discuss the possibility of boycotting game five tonight against Portland. Uh, Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports is uh, is reporting something similar. All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep you up to date the on this. The real,
2: the, real qu- the, real question, the real question here, Jake, is how, as far as a sports perspective goes, uh, how widespread will it be? I mean is this a one day thing or is the is the bubble really about to burst? I mean that's that that that's a that's a pretty darn big question right now as far as sports fans are concerned.
1: No doubt about it. All right, we're hanging out here at RGS Exteriors and Construction. And our good friend Tim joins us once again. Call him 801-280-3110 801-280 Thirty-one, ten. take good care of your house your house takes good care of you hey, you know have it looking nice that's right don't boycott us right yeah right
3: <laughs> don't miss uh no i think uh, anyway it's a t- it's interesting interesting day today a lot going on
1: it's gonna sp- interesting to see what happens i'll tell you what this uh, life has been full of interesting days lately uh,
3: since it? what march whatever yeah the w- february march it's been uh yeah
1: well, the world, you know, feels a little different and maybe we're all appreciating our homes a little bit more now. We,
3: we hope so. You know, interestingly enough, uh, since the whole pandemic's happened, um, we've actually in a lot of cases been busier. Um, certainly it's affected us. We've had some issues. We've had some employees that have had it that have had to be quarantined and et cetera. But as a general rule, uh, customers are doing stuff on their homes right now. Um, it's a great time to do it. They're seeing it more. They're wanting to make their homes look better, uh, fix their gutters, fix their siding. So it's it's been a good time.
1: Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit in this one uh, a little bit more about being a preferred siding contractor of James Hardy and just what a big deal that is.
3: Yeah, it's a huge deal. In fact, uh, so we're two things. Um, there's a preferred contractor and there's a late preferred. And we're actually both. Um, and ironically enough, right now in Utah, we're the only one that's either one. Um, there have wow. been preferreds before in Utah, but we're the only ones right now. And so it's a big deal. A Hardy sets a standard that you have to meet. Um, you have to have a certain uh, customer satisfaction surveys. It's independently done by James Hardy, nothing to do with us. That uh, You have to have a certain score or rating high enough um, from your customers, and, and we've met that. So um, in our industry, about a 50% rating is good, meaning 50% of the customers would hire their contractor again. Um, that's terrible, but that's the national average. Wow. So you're flipping a coin to you know if you're getting a good contractor or not. And, and we're fortunate that we're – I think we're like 92 or 93 right now. And so well over the national average, obviously.
1: And and I we can't talk about this enough because I, uh, I love supporting you guys because you're a family, Utah company. who have been here doing uh, what you do, uh, helping the good people of Utah for generations now, and I think that's awesome.
3: Yeah, we uh, we're – We've been doing it for a long time. Uh, my dad was the third. I'm the fourth generation, and my uh, my oldest boys <clears throat> excuse me, my two oldest boys are the fifth. So yeah, we've been we've been installing gutters, siding, salva fascia, etc. in Utah for five generations.
1: And breaking news: you don't uh, do it for five generations unless you kind of know what you're doing. We try. I mean, certainly <laughs> we're not
3: we're not perfect, but we definitely try. And I think that's the other thing, Jake, that that isn't talked about enough with all contractors is you make mistakes, and we do too, and I'll own that. I think the dip, the biggest difference between a good and a great company is when a mistake's made what do you do about it. Right. A good a good company just is what it is, but a great company fixes it, stands behind it, takes care of the homeowners and they don't leave until the customer's satisfied.
1: 801-280-3110 801-280-3110 RGS Exteriors and Construction call them right now 801-280 Thirty-one ten. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. All right, we'll have more straight ahead on the big show. Sam Amick expected uh, to join us here on 97.5 and 1280. Now point. let's
0: get
3: this party started.